Hi, with Julian on the brown note and a review of Paranormal and After the Magic. I've just found out it's their third album. So I got their second album thinking it was their debut to see the next part of the dream from 2021, which was an astonishing album. But I've just found out that there's Let's Walk on the Path of a Blue Cat from 2020, which I know nothing about, and a split release downfall of the neon youth that came out in 2021 as well so they made big waves with the second album to see the next part of the dream it got pigeonholed as shoegaze um which is very trendy uh i'm an old shoegaze head from the early 90s but also um very maximal like m83 and dream pop as well and emo uh very sort of yearning vocals and um, very melodic as well it was a stunning album but also the fact that they're allegedly basically an anonymous bedroom artist in South Korea put all the music together themselves a lot of it using computers um, and yeah it really put them on the map and they're still anonymous no one really knows much about them even though they collaborate with other artists Um, after the magic has just come out Again, you can get this on Bandcamp, which is a, a, a really good one-stop shop for music. As you know, the music's going to the person. Um, and it's a stunner. It's um, it's pretty much building on everything from the first album, though there is less and less shoegaze here. Um, the opener, Polaris, showcases one of the uh, main additions, I feel, to the music of Paranol, which is... Um, it's got sort of almost John Mellencamp, big, bright, either clean guitar or acoustic guitar, which um, acoustic guitar happens a lot in this album. And around the halfway stage, it just explodes into this maximalist, huge M83 circa um, 10 years ago uh, when they were doing their EDM phase. Um, very huge, very epic and very melodic all things that um exist across this whole album insomnia the second track has um blast beats almost blast beats but it's a much softer song um and one of the few that i would actually pigeonhole is either dream pop or shoegaze arrival um another thing that the album flirts with a lot is the introduction of things like strings violins piano a little bit in the background and on this track horns as well it's got a really churning midsection, which bizarrely reminded me of, um, is it Politics by Coldplay? Which is a brilliant track that opened A Rush of Blood to the Head. It was a superb opening track, and it's got that churning, and it goes for eight minutes. And the next, I think, three songs in a row go for about seven and a half minutes. Um, car Seat Headrest, this is a, a, a band that I really feel relatable here because when Car Seat Headrest really did hit big a few years back with a couple of Immortal albums, there were so many tracks that just went on for so long. Um, And this is a very ambitious album. Um, We Shine at Night, another seven minute track. Um, It's almost got this 90s alt rock vibe, probably the biggest chorus on the album. And even like the last third of it reminds me a little bit of um, Flaming Lips' Soft Bulletin era. Um, Parade, um, seven and a half minutes, has got a little bit of country fiddle going on. 
Um, that's that's more of a multi-part track song where each track, each element doesn't necessarily sound like it is just part of the same song. It almost feels like miniature songs. Uh, there's a huge rolling beat on Sketchbook uh, and a, a really nice um, acoustic coda this time. Um, kind of felt like um, the music Bon Iver were doing on their second album where everything sounded just like the soundstage was so big. Um, gentle woolly melodies are, are quite common on this album, on track 7, Imagination. And again, Sound Inside Me track 8 has... Um, there's a surprising amount of acoustic guitar strum. I know that the artist has been revealed to make much of that wall of guitar sound is actually computer noise, is computer-generated instruments, uh, which I suspect their drums are a lot as well. There's a lot of, obviously, clean-played acoustic guitar. On this album, they're probably learning to play their instruments and um, actually heard a, heard a bass guitar, which I'm not sure I'd heard before. She heard individual bass lines and a, I think a female voice on that track. I think if there's one area that they are developing on, on, uh, on Blossom, which is um, a great track, one of the best, um, it's that gated drum sound. I think uh, alongside the guitars, the drums are obviously programmed. And I think on the first album, that was more of a giveaway to it being a bedroom produced album and maybe even mixed album. And here it branches out every now and again into slightly different sound of rhythms. And I think that's definitely some a direction they want to pull in more. Um, I love the, um, the screams that build up on the coda. The coda's really good on that track, leaving the human voice screaming. Could have done with a little bit more of that atonal and... Um, it's it's often a very nicely melodic album, but I wouldn't have minded a bit more of stuff like that. And um, after the magic, real come down track, even has some like air moon safari synths going along, bubbling away in the background. Um, so it's a it's a great album. I think it builds on nearly everything the first album does, and it points to directions they can go in the future. And it still feels like there's a lot of mileage out of this project. I still feel like there are things that they can improve on a lot, but it's a hugely ambitious and successful album that often relies on um, very melodic rock music that isn't off-putting. It's actually um, a pretty accessible album, despite being sung in Korean all the way through, apart from the odd line I noticed here and there creeping in. Um, so yeah, uh, Paranol is definitely riding a high and um, I wonder how long they can remain anonymous but alongside I think the Fever Ray album my second album of the year I think to get a 9 out of 10 for Paranormal and After the Magic <laughs> 